Hi, and welcome to Issaquah Buzz, where we talk about all things Issaquah, from new restaurants to retail gossip. My name is Autumn Monahan, and I work with the city's communications team. I'm here with Jen Davis-Hayes, our economic development manager, and one of my favorite people to gossip about business with. Um, happy holidays, Jen. Happy holidays. I can't believe it's December already. I know. I know. What a fun time. It is really fun time. We've uh, we have a ton to go through today. Um, so before we turn to that gossip, um, though, make sure to stay tuned for uh, later in our podcast for a spotlight of the downtown holiday pop up shop, which is curated by Allison, the owner of So There, which is a downtown business. All right, so let's get to gossip. Um, to start out, November 29th. So we'll now forever be a day we remember. <laughs> well, there's a, a happy and a sad day for Issaquah business. Yes. Um, I guess let's start with the sad and then we'll get to the happy. How about that? Yes. So, um, um, you know, I, I was quite surprised to actually hear the news. I know many people in our community were that Triple X closed on November mm-hmm. 29th. Um, and I, I wish that, I, and I saw we had, there were so many comments online, even directed at the city or we were engaging with others in the community of just like, I wish I had one last milkshake. I wish I had one last burger. I know. Um, and I think that also just shows how much local businesses are entwined with our, our community and our memories and what makes Issaquah such a special place is yeah. that care. So yeah. while it was really sad, um, I know our community is definitely mourning the loss, but had a lot of really great times there. Yeah, I mean, they've, you know, Triple X has been there since 1968, right? And yeah. so, um, and Jose, the the past owner, was the owner since 1999. And so wow. many of us went in there, saw him behind the counter, you know, busing tables, whatever it may be. And so he, he wanted to retire. And so it's amazing the amount of work that he's done. And we thank him for that passion um, of really building up Triple X to what it was and mm-hmm. the community involvements since that time. So. Yep. A ton of car shows were there. And I yes. know a lot of sports teams, you know, would go and celebrate either loss yeah. or mourn yeah. their losses or celebrate their wins. Um, so anyway, a lot of celebrations have happened there over the years. Yeah. I know that Jose's daughter also pretty much grew her career at that restaurant. I know she was featured in business, 425 Business Magazine yes. as a top 40 under 40. Yes. Um, so she's also been recognized for her work uh, at the restaurant too. So it's also yeah. been a place people have grown their careers. Um, so I, w- mm-hmm. I wish the family well and yes. uh, excited to see hopefully what's next for that space. We don't have a whole lot of information now, but uh, we'll keep you updated, right, as we know yes. more. That is yeah. the number one question I dealt with last week was, what's going there? <laughs> and I talked to the owner, the new owners, and they don't have any plans at this moment, but um, I'm sure that um, we'll know something soon. Yeah. One of my favorite memories, I have a lot of triple X, but one of my favorite is I may have seen Scott Sasquatch there at one point and, uh, holding, you know, one of the massive burgers, I forget the name, but you know, one of those huge ones. Yeah. And then the, the amount of like grease that was on his hands afterward must've been very hard (laughs) to clean. I don't know that as a fact, but I think, I think it was quite a mess for fur and everything. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> those those big burgers, those are the best. <laughs> we took a Japanese delegation there, and and one of the gentlemen ordered one of those burgers. And I don't know if he knew how big it was. And I thought, oh my gosh, he's gonna feel like he has to finish it. It was not a problem for him. He he finished the whole thing. What did he need yes. a nap after? I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So we took a picture. <laughs> That's great. 
Um, yeah. let, let, yes, we wish the best to Jose in happy retirement and, and for the rest of his family too, as they figure out yeah. what's next. Um, all right. So we got through some of the sad news. Now some of the happy news, our community was thrilled that Blazing Bagels has now opened at the old 55 Sunset location, which is next to Big Picture. Mm -hmm. um, and they did, you know, I uh, ran in the turkey trot for Thanksgiving, and yeah. they had a whole station set up on the route because everyone ran right by their new location. Yeah. Uh, and so I stopped because they everybody was screaming that was working the station, don't worry, turkey trot's not timed. You can stop and get a bagel and still finish the race. <laughs> so how easily persuaded I was to stop with my yeah. daughter. And yeah. we, we filled up on um, like little bagel holes. Yeah. And then I was like finding myself running with a bagel in my mouth. It was a very interesting end <laughs> to our turkey trot adventure. <laughs> uh, but anyway, great way to promote um, Blazing Bagels. Yeah. I know that they're doing a lot of great promotion to kind of get the word out. And people are so excited um, that they're here. Yeah. So I know that your team did a survey um, a, a while ago now, but mm -hmm. um, our community had asked for um, several things that they're really mm -hmm. hoping for as far as um, what would open here in Issaquah, and that's bakery, bakeries and bagels. And so this yeah. really checks off the bagel list, yes. right? Yes. I mean, it was it was a really interesting. Bagels was one of those top ones, but it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And and a bookstore. So since that time, we, we Walls of Books has yeah. moved in. And um, yeah, so we have we, we mentioned some bakeries before and we have some news today about a bakery, too. So, yeah, that's we're, great. We're getting them. So, um, yeah. So and Blazing Bagels is a local chain, I think, just here in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. And I know the owner has said he was even saying that during Turkey Trot. He's been looking forever for a location yes. in Issaquah. Um, so I think that's a good spot. I hope it is a yeah. good spot for her, um, for his yeah. business. Yeah. yeah, no, I think so. Um, and so right now, if you, if you look at this, the space, it says coming soon in their banner, but they're open. So don't, yeah. don't, don't, uh, keep driving. Um, but yeah, I, I think I probably have sent him half a dozen to a dozen locations trying to yeah. find a spot for him in the last few years. Um, so really excited that this came about. And it's one of those things you can plant a bunch of seeds and you never know which one's going to sprout. And so yeah. um, didn't know that 55 Sunset was available, but because he was out there looking and um, mm -hmm. it, magic happened. So very excited yes. about that. And yeah. so uh, go, go check it out they're, they're, They want to be involved in the community, as you saw with the turkey trot. And yeah. so here we go. Yeah, and uh, food is delicious. You can get breakfast bagel sandwiches or lunchtime. They've Lunch. got a lot of different options. They also have full espresso and coffee, and um, so mm -hmm. also good for in the morning, too. Yeah, and he mentioned when I saw him right before it opened that they're going to get a liquor license eventually for, like, wine and uh, beer. Oh. So, so I think if you go in today, go back in a month because there may be some additional things happening there. Um so we'll see as they, you know, continue to ex expand their offerings and, and expand their hours. So they're hiring. So if anybody wants a, a job, but um, they, as they are able to expand their hours um, with new staff, they'll do that. Awesome. I also yeah. saw they do, they do a lot of creative bagels. I started following them on social media <laughs> now that they're here and they're doing a candy cane bagel and they, they do different things for the holidays. So anyway, yeah. a fun follow on social. Yes. Um, all right. So we also have. Um, if we're talking bagels and bakeries, let's yes. also talk about one that was like late breaking news that I think we found out the day after we had, uh, taped our last, yes. um, podcast and we were yeah. like, Oh darn. So anyway, <laughs> we're excited about this news, um, that crumble and flake, um, a bakery that was in Capitol Hill for a long time, 
uh, has decided to move to Gilman Village at the old boarding house restaurant location. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're doing um, some construction there if you've been okay. uh, to Gilman Village lately. So they're um, making it nice and, and new for them and so excited. I've heard so many amazing things about this bakery that people are just like, ha, huh, they're coming to Issaquah. Yeah, I did. I did a little research just kind of on their background. The owner has worked and uh, trained um, both in New York and in Paris at bakeries. I'm quite excited to just try everything uh, that yeah. she makes. So yeah, yeah, really excited for when they open. Um, yeah. Fingers crossed that soon. Yeah, that that that'll be really uh, a great addition to Gilman Village. So excited for excited for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Sola Salon is on our list. Where is that located? It looks like yeah. that's a new so business up in the Highlands. It's above uh, Harborstone Credit Union and Ben and Jerry's in that building there. So kind of off to the side, but it's this really cool uh, concept where it's small rooms so smaller than you know we talked about the Isqual work lofts where you can rent some small space and it's a lot of you know independent um hair stylists nails wax massage businesses and so you know you're going to go in there you'll have you have your space if you're um um an independent uh, business owner where you can have mm-hmm. a sink and a chair and and uh, be able to do your do your work and it's just you just walk down the hallway and there's door after door after door and so it's a really oh. really great opportunity for people who want to go out on their own, maybe even cutting hair or doing things in their, in their, um, you know, house and want to mm-hmm. get out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can probably go there all day and, you know, go get, go get a haircut, go get a <laughs> massage, go get nails, you know, get, get all your, your holiday party, uh, <laughs> things ready. So, um, we're really excited for them to be open. And I think they, um, I think they still have some, some, uh, rooms open, um, if you're interested in, in checking that out. That's awesome. I I'm excited to check it out as a customer. Yeah. yeah, you might yeah, have to find some yeah. somebody new for hair or other things. That's great. And, That's a really cool a, idea. It is. And and so I was in the one in Renton um, more, more recently. And, you know, think, oh, my God, there's all these small spaces. But everybody who who's in that industry, like, makes it look really nice and feel good. And it just felt really nice. Even though you're in small, you know, smaller spaces in a big salon uh, floor, it mm-hmm. really felt, it felt nice. So, oh, yeah, great. looking forward to, to seeing all those new small businesses um, in our community. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I saw another one on um, on the list that you had um, for us to chat about, which is uh, a chat deli um, next to the Indian grocery store that's kind of tucked behind Mud Bay on yeah. Gilman. Um, I've never been there and I've always wanted to go. You should um, go check it out. Yeah. 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 And so, and so the- what's the deli kind of concept that's going to be next door? So they they first they were trying to figure out the market right. So yeah. uh, being an Indian grocery store and wanting to provide very uh, ethnic specific foods, and they played around a bit with a meat shop. And so um, I think they really heard from their customers that they want some takeout deli. So oh. you know they have they have some food there now, like in a, maybe a little warming area. Um, and so I think they're just gonna like you know, broaden their menu. Um, so they're in permitting right now, so they're not open yet, but, um, you can imagine in a few months, so maybe in the first quarter of next year, we'll, we'll see them open. We'll mention it again on the buzz. Um, but it's again, another place that people can go and, and get some, you know, great food that, um, is, is just so important in our community. Yeah, no, I'm excited. That'll be a great new option. 
Um, yeah. All right. I, I think I've already asked you about this, but I'm going to again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, as I was in the area in the commons recently doing some holiday shopping. Um, yep. And I, you know, of course, they're like iconic holiday decorations are out. And so become, nice. I know it, it is really festive over there. So what's going on with the bathroom and uh, bed, bath and beyond site? <laughs> what is going on? So, yeah. Um, I just checked with the property representative this week. So, because okay. I was hoping we can say out loud what it is, but yeah. there are final negotiations for a new okay. tenant. So, they hope to be able to announce by the end of the year. So, really, you're going to love it. Okay. okay. That's all I can all say. Right. So, um, soon, definitely by our next buzz, I'm hoping that we can say that. But in my okay. research of what's kind of coming um, in the city as well, is when I'm talking to the owners of Gilman Village, they said they're going to have a big announcement early next year. And big was in capital letters on the email. So, um, both of those, the Commons and uh, Gilman Village, are so uh, good about bringing the right type of business. They're not just renting to the first business that comes their way. Yeah. So, I know they're going to bring some really amazing businesses that are going to serve our community. So keep your eyes out for our announcement if it happens before our next buzz. But I think folks are going to be really excited about both. I don't know what the Gilman Village one is, but I'm hoping that um, that, ho- that that announcement comes soon. Awesome. Okay. I'll yeah. keep it on my list. Yeah. I know. Right. So that's, that's a little bit of the get, get you coming back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so, you know, I was talking with somebody else on your team recently, and she mentioned this kind of an Issaquah arts organization. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about it. I would love to hear more of just kind of what you guys have heard and kind of what the rumblings are of this new group. It's called Issaquah Arts. Yes. And okay. so it's a new nonprofit. It was uh, formed by the founding the founding members of the organization is, is are from the Arts Commission and the Creative District Advisory Board. So okay. they've been talking, both of those groups have been talking to the community a lot. And what they've heard over and over again is that they want to be able to connect our creative network and access information more easily. So many of our viewers um, may remember Art East, which was a downtown gallery, but they also provided an opportunity for artists to, you know, take classes together, to network. And since that's been gone, it's been gone for a while, um, there's been a gaping hole. So um, what they're doing is they really want to get together artists makers, creative businesses, so not just, you know, people who are doing visual arts or performing arts, but any creative business and art enthusiasts. So even if you aren't an artist yourself or a maker, um, but really want to support the arts, we um, they want to invite you to join their Isabel Arts Network on LinkedIn. Um, and they're going to start sharing events and opportunities and just you can ask questions. You can say, hey, I'm looking for an artist to do this. So it's it's just beginning. They launched it this week. So oh, wow. um, it's something that um, I can't wait to see kind of how it, it grows as time goes on. And so I think there's such a need. We've heard the same need when we're talking to people about our economic development action plan yeah. is that we, you know, ISCO is really known for, you know, our arts and culture. I mean, Village Theater is our big key anchor, but there's a lot of businesses and and, 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 you know, individuals and enthusiasts, I love that word, um, to that really care about arts here. And so this is one way to kind of get them together. So they they also will have a, a, a big announcement um, in the beginning of the next year of how some of the programs they're going to be putting in place. But I can't mention that yet. So Gosh, all of these teasers. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, you know, we got to get keep our listeners uh, coming back. Yeah. No. Well, it's so, like an exciting year to come. I guess exactly. that's the other thing, too. There's a lot, exactly. there's a lot of exciting things happening. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I mean, just as things are kind of 
coming into place, they don't want to say something in case it falls apart or yeah. it causes problems. So as, as everybody yeah. knows, we, you know, we don't, we, we share gossip, but we also make, want to make sure it's, mm. um, it's, 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 it's baked enough to be real. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to share, spread rumors that aren't true. <laughs> Um, well, I'm excited to learn more. Uh, one other thing that we wanted to mention is just as people are thinking through maybe end of year giving, uh, we have another opportunity that we wanted to plug. So um, we have two sister cities here in Issaquah, and one of them is um, in Chefchaouen, Morocco. And Mayor Polly recently visited Chefchaouen um, just as part of the sister cities exchange. And uh, she was there just a few days after um, that horrible um, earthquake that happened in Morocco. It wasn't near Chefchaouen, um, but definitely was an impact to a whole lot of people that live in that community. Um, and so the mayor came back after that visit, after talking with so many people in Morocco uh, and wanted to do more and partnered with some local Moroccan um, groups to put on a fundraiser that happened just last week. And so they, I know their goal was to raise $50,000 um, to help support those who were impacted by the earthquake. Um, they are very close to their goal, and so they're looking for any last donations. Um, so if any of our listeners would want to donate to that cause and support um, the recovery efforts in Morocco uh, and make a financial contribution, you can go to isaquawa.gov slash donate. Such an important, it was amazing to see the, hear about the community coming together for that. And we had businesses uh, that made donations and attended. We had community groups. We had uh, obviously residents and others just uh, helping to support a very, very important recovery effort. So I just love that about Issaquah, the, how mm -hmm. quickly that those things can come together yeah. and, you know, amazingly produced a really big event. There, it was a free dinner. It was, it sounded like an amazing celebration, but also for a very good cause. So yes. anyway, I'm, I'm glad that was successful. Um, yeah. So check it out if you'd like to donate. Um, so before we turn to our uh, kind of video spotlight, uh, mm -hmm. just another plug of as you're doing your shopping, make sure to buy local as we always like to advocate. Mm -hmm. And we've got the Isqua Loyal Shopping Guide. Um, so check mm -hmm. that out online for ideas. Uh, the Chamber also does a contest every year, right? For shopping yeah. local? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. So, uh, so you can go to the chamber's website, but basically any receipt from any business in Issaquah. So okay. from Costco to your gas to anything you can submit to win. So every receipt, you know, is one entry and they give away cash. <laughs> so then you can go buy more. Nice. So you have to uh, get those receipts in by December 11th. So I think as we're putting this out, it's going to be very close, but they okay. do it every year. So if you miss okay. it this year, Think about it next year. So there's a period of time they open it up. The, the receipts have to be dated um, from November 24th, I believe. But check out the website. And, um, yeah, it's just a great way that the chamber, um, you know, again, is encouraging us to shop local. So great. Yeah. Uh, so our, our feature, our video feature for this month is the downtown holiday pop-up shop, which I have not visited yet. It's on my list. Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to go maybe after it's a little dark, just because all of the lights that are so nice. illuminating Old Town right now, there's uh, a tree that the city lit that's beautiful. And even just driving through Front Street, it's just a wonderful time of year. So I'm excited to kind of walk along um, Old Town, visit the shop and uh, finish some of my, my holiday list, my shopping list. So um, stay tuned to learn more about how this holiday pop-up shop came together.
So this year's shop includes 42 local artists and makers. I curate it each year and really those artists change out depending on what kind of makes sense together. It's a great opportunity for artists to have their uh, products out into in this community without having to sit here every day. And I get to be surrounded by wonderful things throughout the season. come to the shop, you will find a wide range of gifty goods um, and a large, really accessible uh, price range and hopefully a gift for everybody you know. So we have a lot of great kits, we have games, we have uh, decor items for the holidays and the rest of the year. was a volunteer with the Downtown Escobar Association for a lot of their events and things like that. And of course, a lot of that centers around this building. So I love this building and I knew it could be utilized for something really special. Over the course of my career in the creative community, I've met so many really talented and amazing artists. and. I feel like there is a, a dearth of opportunity for people to shop from those artists. And so this was an idea that I built to kind of have this seasonal opportunity for the Issaquah community to come in and shop from really interesting creatives who make things that are just great gifty goods. The rest of the year, I focus on So There, which is uh, basically illust my illustrations that I apply on uh, journals, greeting cards, stickers, things like that. Um, I'm very interested in uh, the production aspect of it, so I like to have my hand in every part of the uh, making of things. Um, and I love working with old tools, so a lot of what I uh, print, I use an antique letterpress uh, from 1889. I think if you come in here, you find items with a lot of soul. It's not just the same old thing you order online that everyone else is getting. Uh, and you can find something that really speaks to people. And then at the same time, you are supporting those creative uh, people. I think that if you come in, you'll be inspired. You will be inspired to buy things, probably inspired to make things as well. And I love that part of it. My website is www.andsothere.com, so uh, you can find all kinds of great stuff about my business, about my little studio space, and uh, it has a link to our online shop, which has pretty much everything I make. So that's a great way to find me. And that's a wrap on this latest edition of Issaquah Buzz. Thanks so much for joining us. Join us next time to hear more about other business news, including all the teasers that Jen gave this, <laughs> this edition. Uh, let us know if you have a favorite business or you're hearing a rumor or some gossip that we need to track down uh, at ed at Thanks so much. Happy holidays. <laughs>